Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls, One Ship, the podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. I'm Genesis, the girl who is eagerly awaiting for Vervada to get here. Safe travels on the road, babe. So, with no V here, what's a girl to do? Well, invite some of her friends on the show and ask them the most awkward question of all time. Are you willing to watch shitty sex scenes with me and live react to them for a podcast? Without any hesitation, these supportive freaks were all in. Please welcome to the show my co-host from the Cyberpunk Lorecast, proud monster fucker, and Judy Stan, Toasty. You know, I wasn't expecting you to start with me, so, but hello. And also, welcome the brains behind the polls from so many of the podcasts. The only woman I would share a quiver with. And Vervada's triplet, Cloudy. Hello, I'm not going to lie, when you introduced Toasty and I heard the word monster fucker, I immediately thought you meant me. I believe all four of us fit into the category of monster fucker. I mean, to be fair, like you both, we both know that we're both in that category, Cloudy, because the last thing we had in our DM was the monster fucker flag that you shared with me. So, <laughs> monster fuckers unite! And Winifred. Queen of the one-liners, returning patron chatter, and a future guest on a white picket fence romance option. Hi. Hello. I, I do like like happy stuff. You do. And sometimes white picket fence with monster fucker happens. Mm-hmm. If you are new here, welcome to the beautiful chaos. But you should know that our podcast usually centers on character and romance analysis and never shies away from exploring the fun of fucking. Tonight, there will be no deep emotional connections built between two characters. 
but we will be using specific in-game dialogue and visuals. So if you want to stay spoiler-free, then this isn't the podcast for you. So here's your fucking spoiler alert. From the comical to the absurd, today we will be watching some of the worst sex scenes in video games. Now, no disrespect to the people who made these. I understand that these are tricky scenes to design and model. They are difficult to script and even harder to find that balance of fine line between is this sexy or ooh, okay, that's just porn. Also, side note, anything related to DC, NC, SA, or UA is not on my list. All of those are types of games, and they exist specifically on porn websites. And while I understand the appeal on some of those topics, I'm keeping it funny for most of this. So, we're good there. Uh, There is one scene that ends up very unhappy, but I'll warn you before that one. Up first on the list is one of the oldest out there. Originally released in 1983, so before even I was born, a blast from the past on the Atari 2600, we have X-Man. And no, this has nothing to do with Marvel. It is X-M-A-N. It is a game where a naked dude with a raging boner runs through a maze, avoiding scissors, crabs, and teeth. Anything to bite his boner off. Now, the prize for getting to the center is being able to get into the center of a big boobed woman. Here we go. Do you guys get sound okay? Yeah. Ah! It's it's only one pixel wide. You hear the tempo? There we go. Yo, her her nipple was the same pixel width as his penis. Does <laughs> <laughs> you have no words? <laughs> it sounded like birds fighting. The sound effect was awful. Do you like the big bada boom at the end? <laughs> like, why the why the fuck were they fucking and making Gallagher noises? Like. <laughs> Money like, shot was like, like playing asteroid. <laughs> exactly, you just blew up like an asteroid. That's a, that was the climax. Yeah. So I I found this one. There were a lot of games like this back in the Atari games, which is really really surprising. There is a, I mean, the horrible one of Custer's Revenge, where there's a woman tied to a cactus that you run across the screen avoiding arrows falling down and then once you get to the other end you get to have your way to the unwilling woman tied it up to a cactus and it is the savage reward oh yeah because you're a cowboy and she's an indian so that's super fun on that one yeah there's also the catch them and eat them game from atari which is a man there are three women at the bottom of a skyscraper and your goal is to shoot your seed into their mouths 
Oh God! Is this all the same right. game? No, they're three separate games. All separate oh. games. Oh dear! Oh, wow, that's a lot of content for one game. Oh <laughs> God! You want to watch the Maze Runner again? Um, the one thing that concerns me is just like the fact that people have made them. But I don't. I think the thing that thing the thing that concerns me more is that there was probably somebody out there in the eighties who definitely whacked off to this. You know it happened. There were only four levels, though. Like, four separate mazes to get through. And it was Atari, so there's no way to turn up the difficulty. It is what it is. <laughs> we'll move oh. on to the next one. Uh, these uh, The two scenes that I will be playing through next are actually the inspiration for not only this episode, but part of the inspiration for this podcast. Weird story. Okay. Uh, it is Kratos, god of war, gaining power-ups in a brothel. I saw this while doing research in the very beginning on the best of the best and the worst of the worst. The second part of the what the Kratos is a cherub that brings the idea of water play to a whole new level. <laughs> Throw them onto the bed and let's go. You hear the moan? Another girl joins in. Quick time. Hit that button. Hit the button. How does he keep it up? What a Spartan. The, sun, the thing that worries me is the sword noise. <laughs> I think How many women were on this dog? So many. How big is that bed? Did he just kill all of them and absorb their life forces? Like, what just happened? There's you more know, women okay? on the balcony. Extremely powerful orgasm just made them faint onto the bed. Okay, so, like, but, like, going through all those women that quickly, like... Is he really like? Is that really skill? <laughs> Was it like two strokes per? Or like, <laughs> that's a good point. That was a pretty quick event for like only what we saw five women go in there. Plus, he took two win with him, so it was like seven, eight women. <clears throat> Maybe they just had more fun together, the women together, <laughs> rather than him. I mean, they're. They're they're probably paid to just perform. They don't actually like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They gotta work for that tip. Look look at the look on his face. He's he didn't care. <laughs> he was <laughs> just going for a quick nut. That's all he's going for. <laughs> all that pent up anger. Uh, here is the second part. So this one, those boobs are actually nice enough looking. I don't hate them. And then the little cherub. She the little her back out getting them up like that. Like she... I don't like the water flow changing with this thing. Yeah. Go on. It uh it definitely 
But I want to go back to the God of War one with the water splashing every time that you hit your quick time event. Oh, okay. I'm... Why don't we think about that one? <laughs> it's, I mean, like, water's not a good lubricant. So that was just like. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good job, Toasty. It's very, very true. And, like, with the aggressive, like, I'm. Cloudy pointed out the joystick motions that were involved. So, like, that plus the water and, like, how ham it seemed like he was going. That could have not been an enjoyable experience for either of those women at all. Do we do we think the joystick represents like hips or like hands? <laughs> I was thinking hands or fingers. <laughs> so the idea of quick time events in sex scenes is a really debated topic. Like some people really like it, some people really don't. Some people think that it makes it more immersive because you're actually the one interacting with the scene. Other people say that. I can't stand it because now I'm not just watching the scene play out. I'm having to focus on hitting the buttons to hit the button. Um, so I want to know your thoughts. Uh, if it's done well, like say Spider-Man, like I feel like they do a good job of implementing it into implementing it into gameplay and like boss fights or like uh, car chases or some stuff like that, but. There's quick time events in, in Wolf Wolf Among Us as well, which wasn't I, I I didn't I didn't hate that. Well, I think the key difference there is they're slow. It's not like a Tar Hero where you're smashing buttons really quick. I can't focus at something and do that at the same time. It's too much hand-eye coordination that I lack. So if it was slow, like you said, like with Spider-Man, where it's just like hit A and it builds a circle up or something, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, like I'm not against the idea of quick time events being in a game for like you know like combat and stuff like that but like for sex i don't really think like like one it's also putting the fact of like making it a quick time event and like in the situations like that i think it's just like glorifying a male fantasy of being able to satisfy a woman in like 10 seconds or less which is not a thing. Um, so, because um, that's what it, that's what it is. I mean, it's God of War. It was definitely those were definitely geared towards men to get gratification from it. So, like, that's just it's just not. This is not how it works. I don't think it works well, at least in that situation. I'm sure there's a way to do it. I just don't think it'll happen for people to do it. Yeah. No, I I fully agree, and I I don't know how they can make it to where it would work out right there's one there was a couple of games that i've seen where if you wanted to do a camera change you could hit a button and so that way you know you can see scenes from a different uh, a different angle um and i didn't mind that it didn't feel as immersion breaking but as for adding like a hit x to make her scream I am not a fan of also with the way they did that with like the sound effects that they add on it and stuff like that. It's also like, it also makes it seem like in that sort of sense of like, he's conquering these women. They are a conquest that he is like taking. So it also mm -hmm. feels like degrading in the way that that was portrayed. 
Because so. those are the same buttons that you hit in order to make the combat moves. You swing your sword and you slang your sword with the same button. Yeah. Also, just a note to win saying spider-man my immediate thought was like you miss one of those quick time events and then you just get the i'm going to die <laughs> oh no Are you familiar there's the spider-man meme where you like miss one of your buttons and then the lady's like i'm going to die <laughs> i was wondering what spider-man game had sex in it i was trying no. to no <laughs> I, th- I think it was more of a like quick time events in Spider-Man in general, not as a sex thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was talking generally, not in the context of sex, but like in the to- context of like like a sex scene, like a like a romantic scene or a sex scene in a video game. Like I feel like if you're gonna add a quick time event, it needs to be like have meaning. Like don't do it just to sake for the sake of doing like thrusting or something like that. Like. I don't know. Oh, we'll get to that one in a minute. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this should get very, way. very interesting. So you guys had an instant reaction to the next video that is on the screen. Um, this is the infamous hot coffee scene. There's a lot of history with how the scenes were originally in the game, but then removed to make it more marketable. But then the PC gamers got a hold of the code and unlocked all of the hidden content from the Grand Theft Auto game. It is really interesting if that's your thing. And if you're listening to this podcast, it probably is your thing. So Google the hot coffee video game mod and learn how this sex scene changed the gaming industry. It had laws written about it. It was one of the reasons we now have a have an adults only rating for video for games it really was a game changer as it pertains to video game romance i'm allowed one dad joke an episode and i claimed it right there okay one per episode the dates that you take your lady friends on and the idea that you have to build up a meter of attraction and then you get your reward was pretty new for video games back then. So this is one of the several variations that you could see of the hot coffee mod. Boo, head pusher, boo. (laughs) I never understood the phrase meaningless sex. Tell me I'm the best. Oh, you a real professional, baby. You should do this for a living. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. Go on. You're incredible. You should get paid for this. CJ, you made my week. Wow. Yeah, okay. Just like uh-huh. fully, fully clothed and everything, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so did you say that was a, a mod or that was in the game? So it was originally in the game, but then whoever was producing it or like whatever ratings they were trying to get it passed by said, nope, that is way too sexually oriented. It has to go. And so they removed it from the PlayStation versions of it. It was not on the disc. But when it got released to the PC, it what the code was still there. So oh, modders so brought the code out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can we... <laughs> mentioned like the way he like his what is it i'm not really dirty talk bedroom talk i guess it's, talk. yeah it's yeah did he uh, strap the history of sex he said something like along the lines of that right 
Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, he like was describing. He was like, "Did you know?" I think he said something like that, and it's like it's like right when they get into the bedroom. Yeah, for our very beginning. Bedroom. Uh, <laughs> you're a real professional, baby. You're a real professional, baby. You should do this for a living. Well, no, no, it's at the very beginning, like when they walk in. Not that I really need to analyze this. <laughs> I never understood the phrase meaningless sex. Oh, I never like, understood why are you, like, the phrase meaningless sex. Right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, laughing at the pause screen. The flipping is so horrible. His arm is straight through her leg. Oh, God. Uh, so I'm so, like, That's I'm the not wrong, sorry. wrong, wrong I'm not kind sorry. of penetration. Even without the dialogue, this is fucking atrocious. With the dialogue, I don't even have a descriptor of a word that I can use for how bad this is. <laughs> like, it's, oh God, I feel it physical is. pain for watching this. I'm having regrets agreeing to doing this. Wait, what are the buttons? Are those more quick time? It's like the A and the Y? What is that? No, this is the camera scene change. Mm-hmm. You see how, or, uh, or the position change. Um, you hit the button, I can see them highlighting, and then it goes to different ones. <laughs> I'm sorry, can we back up to like when he like splits her legs? <laughs> like she's up in his torso. <laughs> that's not how you do it. <laughs> that's his fucking, that's the bottom of his sternum, bro. <laughs> Oh just, come on! It's uh, the right no ah stop. What's that movie? We don't need that. The room, the room. Have you guys seen the room? I don't think so. Oh. Yeah. Also, is that a the, climax meter at the top? It's an excitement meter. I don't. So yes. Know. Well, when it gets full, is when you're like done. So, it's another uh, achievement unlocked. I have conquered the female orgasm. That's what they like. Oh God! What, what what language is that? I don't know. Ask YouTube, it's, not me. No. French. I'm assuming with that weird C. But is it your? Yeah, I was, or hers? I was thinking Portuguese. Maybe Portuguese. I'm an excited gal. CJ, you made my week. So maybe I mean it's. I guess it's double orgasm because the CJ you made my week. Portuguese. I guess, that, I guess it could be both, but yeah. <laughs> Another conquering of the female orgasm. Yay. Uh, which actually leads me to my question. How do you feel about the gift-giving mechanic in video games? Uh, you gain enough points by spending money or fighting items in order to get a high enough reputation in order to get your romance option. Whereas in a lot of current modern day games, you get that through dialogue selection. And I know that sometimes you could game the system back in the day, like, I'm going to buy my friendship points with you. I'm going to shove all this money at you. And now you're my best friend or my lover in comparison to, oh, I'm making the decisions that actually make you happy. I don't mind it. It makes sense for like Stardew Valley because they want you to like some of the gifts. It's like you can't get those in the first year. Like one of the guys really likes jars of pickles, but you can't get barrels until like at least two seasons in. So it makes sense to kind of like be like, okay, we don't want you to do the romance immediately because you should learn how to run a farm first. And weirdly enough, I actually didn't mind this mechanic in Dragon Age Origins and two because you don't 
you can buy some of these gifts, but some of the gifts were like, hey, I saw this and thought of you. And like, yeah, it might be a Tevinter Chantry amulet that'll get your boyfriend killed if he wears it outside of his clothing, but the thought was there, you know? <laughs> it's so specific. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Anders>. <laughs> you know, I know, I know. But then you have like the really good emotional uh relationship that you can get because you've cultivated it through dialogue rather than uh i got my meter up high enough for you ew that sounded way dirtier than i intended it to my meter's nice and high for you <laughs> the fact that you said that with like a like a southern accent just like it's actually the perfect accent for it probably uh my meter's nice and high for you Okay. I am not having a text off in this chat tonight. <laughs> Ain't nothing more romantic than getting your meter nice and high. <laughs> Bring that meter stick over here, buddy. <laughs> Maybe lock them doors and turn them lights. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, it's obviously not a great representation. Um, I'm sure it's applicable to some people. There's some people that you just buy them things and they're like, yeah, sure. Uh, because all people care about is money sometimes. But like, I don't think that's a large percentage. So as a representation for every, like all people, no. I think I kind of like the idea of it being <clears throat> a combination of things. If I see this gift and I think that you'd like it, I'm going to buy it for you in game and maybe that can open up a side dialogue quest or, you know, something like that. But then also I want my choices to affect the way that people see me when it comes to dialogue and stuff like that. So gift giving as the only mechanic for unlocking a romance outside of very specific games. Yeah, I don't like it. Stardew Valley, that one makes sense. That's why I mentioned Dragon Age 2, and this is like my hot take for the night. I think Dragon Age 2's romance system is better than Dragon Age Inquisition's. I said it. I think it's totally fine to want to like fuck your rival, or also give gifts and dialogue. It's perfect. It's better than DAI's. I don't like the fact that DAI doesn't tell me where I'm at on the meter scale. Mm. That's my biggest issue with Inquisition. Uh, okay. You having All trouble right. with your meter over there? <laughs> Come refill my meter. I also worked. I, I'm going to play the video. Um, this is from one of the stupidest, best, stupidest video games out there. Um, it is critically acclaimed, and I have no idea why, but oh, yeah, because it's South Park. I've played this one. I've played this scene. Oh, yay! Oh, you God. might have a little bit more insight on it. Um, because the stick of truth, it's what I've always asked for, guys. It's sex and combat, right? No, not really. This is sex in the background while you fight up against a gnome. I laughed my ass off at this one, so I just had to share. <laughs> Home, climb onto the bed. Those are titties hanging out the middle of the top of the screen. Well, now you shall see the true 
And cue the porn music. We've got gorgeous big titties hanging off the top of the screen. And then, oh no. Dodge the ball sack. Quick time event. You passed. And now you go back to fighting. And you continue fighting while there are boobs bouncing in the background and porn music going. It's amazing. You egg fucker. Wow. Honestly, that was top tier. That was incredible. There was nothing wrong with that one, actually. I'm fine with it. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> well, in leading up to the scene, you're climbing all the furniture and you see it in the background. And I was like, surely they're not going to like show more. No, they're going to make you fight underneath it. Dodge the ball sack. <laughs> Dodge the ball sack? Oh, don't get hit by a swinging titty? It's, it's it's amazing. It's sex and combat. Everything I've wanted in a video game. That's incredible. I'm cool with quick time events involving sex if it's to dodge the ball sack. I think that's perfect. <laughs> oh, I don't really have a follow-up question to go with this one. I just wanted to share a ball sack and have you laugh with me <laughs> while we go to the main break. That's so good, honestly. That's good comedy. No notes. <laughs> How do you actually play the game? Is the game itself any good? Honestly, the first time, I've only played it once, but I had a great time playing it. I was like, I shouldn't be enjoying it this much. And then if you enjoy Marvel movies or you hate Marvel movies, I would recommend the sequel because it just makes fun of superheroes the whole time. Mm, oh, stick yeah. it through the Lord of the Rings, right? Yep. It's D&D and Lord of the Rings, so it's turn-based combat. That was great. Oh, it's about to get worse in horrible, horrible ways. But, all right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So we are here at the middle of the show. We don't have any new patrons to read out. We don't have any new reviews to read out. And we thank, thank, and shen out big love, major hearts to Toasty and Apollo, Becky and Bat Knight, Win Missios, the cups, Lizzie, and Muffiny Cake. Very much appreciated. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, as for the middle of the stuff, you know, do all the things that podcasters love, like, love, subscribe, review, rate, all the things. I'm losing my brain. Let's get back into it. Yeah, let's talk about Lucas from Fahrenheit. This is another quick time event sex scene. How to have a sex with Tiffany. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Tiffany. Poor, poor I Tiffany. Said, what about sex with a Tiffany? <laughs> I said, I think I remembered the climax, but I recall a lot about. Wait, how'd you find my YouTube channel? <laughs> Okay, I want you guys to focus on his butt in this oh. scene. Okay, butt, butt, butt. Stay okay. last. All right, let's go. This game is really, really old, so the graphics are for oh, the times. Um, her nose? Definitely just ate her nose. Quick <clears throat> time event for every individual thrust. So I'm trying to focus on his butt, I just can't hear it. You, so you'll see it. it honey. Trust me. Just camera pans around, and you see how, I mean, this is like the most vanilla missionary ever. But that man's butt muscles are flexing. They also look super vanilla. Like, they look like vanilla ice cream. Wait, the sex is vanilla or the people look like vanilla skin? Both. Both. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't differentiate Why? between the skin tones. Why? Why is this still part of it? And they regret. Damn. <clears throat> Wait, so it was like she left or it was like all a dream? Oh, she's still there. Don't you see this lump in the back? Oh, I see, I see. I don't I don't know how like niche pull this will be, but like have y'all seen 22 Jump Street? Mm -mm. I'm talking missionary and missionary. And when she's on her back and I'm on top, that's that (laughs) line. That's what that was. That's all I could think of. This video game actually has like three, maybe four different lovers that you can have. And this one was the one that stuck out to me as the actual weirdest, worstest, because the one of the ones I was actually just like, oh, wait, damn. Uh, it was uh, more of a the guy was sitting up, leaning up against a wall and the woman was riding him on top. And the quick time events was for the woman's hip thrusts into him. And I was like, OK, I can actually get behind this one. I'm I'm digging it. But this with the weird butt flex and like every time he moved forward, your legs curled in around him. And I'm just like, mm. yeah, mm. yay. So uh, I actually did the mocap for this. <laughs> you guys just like ruined my self confidence in my career. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did you do the mocap for the guy? <laughs> I need to <laughs> both. <laughs> okay, <fair enough>. Yeah. <laughs> they look like vanilla ice cream <laughs> in both ways. 
I did the mocap for it though. <laughs> I've also been up for twenty eight hours. So Put the my skate down with yeah, my my comedy is peak right now. <laughs> Jennifer, oh, that was so good. Okay, all right. So uh, for me, the weirdness really was at the end of this, where it like flashes to sappy things around his computer. You left the TV on again. Your computer monitor is still turned on. You left boxes in the hallway. Wake up. What was, Regret. What was on the TV? A biplane. <laughs> That's what I thought. Is that like a metaphor? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> or, anyways, because planes crash and burn, and he obviously just did that. Yeah. The after the weird hip pumping. Um, this is one of the scenes to me that feels like I really shouldn't be here. It feels voyeuristic. And what do you think devs can do to avoid that feeling of? Oh wow, I feel like I just stumbled in on my roommate and have it more of, oh, I'm happy my character is having this moment. Because uh, to me, when I first watched that scene, it felt like I shouldn't be watching these two people having sex together at all. Yeah, I, I think it probably comes down to like cinematography and mm. like having good uh, frame design, frame framing, frame, whatever framing. the word. Yeah, you guys Honestly. Know Honestly, get a better mocap artist. <laughs> <laughs> they were really giving it like fifty, like thirty percent effort that day. Like we gotta... <laughs> yeah, you know, I I had a long listener. week. I had a long week, so it wasn't my best work. I'll I'll do better next time. And we did. It was a couple weeks ago. Don't worry, I'll put it out on the internet soon. <laughs> Buddy, what were you saying? But you're you're talking about like the angles, right? Like zooming. Well, I'm in. saying it's mm -hmm. too far away. Yeah, yeah. That's why I yeah. felt voyeuristic because it looked like too. It honestly, the angle was like, "Hey guys, what you doing?" Like through a window. It looked like someone was peeking through a window. Yeah, <laughs> um, versus like it was like low. It was like you're on the floor, like. <laughs> yeah, I, and I guess that's what I was feeling too. The scene felt very awkward to me because of a lot of different things going on. But the fact that it felt like that wasn't me and my character playing out this scene. I was watching people having sex, and that's just felt very, very off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really feel any emotion from it. It was just, I don't know, like thrusting. It didn't was like are like are they do they like each other? Are they like doing it at an obligation? Like I, I only got that indication at the very end when he like like got, woke up and was like, you know, look, had some kind of reaction. But like mm -hmm. during it, it wasn't. I don't know what. what the person is thinking or anything if she did like him i have to imagine she doesn't uh, after that i couldn't tell if they were going for sensual or like lazy like that was really i think it was supposed to be sensual and it just okay. didn't work mm -hmm. hey are we ready to make a complete 180 on that conversation because this is actually one of the worst scenes possible um after this is from Far Cry 3, and mm -hmm. after choosing to literally sacrifice through bloody murder of your friends, you get to have sex with a woman in uninspired tribal paint 
and she murders you while milking your seed. So this is technically a snuff film, but it's a video game. So we're going to go with it because it was put on the suggestion list by a game developer who said this is one of the scenes I think is really not good. Again, it's, it's supposed to be like a Mayan theme, I think. Let his spirit be released for the future of our people. And it is considered the bad ending because you have to be an asshole to get here. It is done. Our boobs look really nice. But now oh you're good. And she continues to ride you. Hold me. You are protection. The ultimate of your kind. Yeah. And our child will lead the Rakya. Rage against the darkness. You are a warrior. Die a warrior. You won. Well. I guess technically you win the game. But what a way to go, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) What if she doesn't end up pregnant? Then what? She's like, we have to do this all again? She seems like the type that is willing to do that all again anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, and Day points out that there is a whole ass game worth of context to explain why it happens like this, but I, I it was singled out as a it's probably not a good idea to have very, you know, faux tribalistic warrior paint across your naked tits while you're having sex with someone during ritual sacrifice in modern day times. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're really playing it up for shock. Shock and (laughs) exoticism. Yeah. Okay, my post- Nut Clarity question was, this is one route that you can take in the game. You really have to make some asshole choices to get here. Uh, Do you like the idea of having an evil option as a romance in in future video games? I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like you, you can explore morality, right? Um, like, are you willing to burn the world for one person? Right, like that trope. Standards. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, is that trope? Like, I mean, I can't. What's what's her name? One of my, one of the first ever romances I ever did was, um, is there? Is it Lady Grey from like Fable One? Uh, mm. Where you like you literally have to kill your best friend's brother in cold blood in order to gain her heart (laughs) damn it's like real dark but like she a baddie so (laughs) and i mean there is the argument that once you've played through a game enough times you go back and you're like 
doing different choices just to see somebody obviously put that dialogue in there. Somebody worked on the way that the game was played this way. Why not go back and do an evil run? You know? A more in speed run? <laughs> more in speed run. Well, like, there's also just the concept of, like, using, like, sexuality as, like, like a manipulation not only for like the characters in the games but for the player of the game and i think like the witcher 3 does a good job with this with kira mm -hmm. like kira metz because she literally like she sleeps with you in order to manipulate you into like letting your guard down so she can go do that thing that she wanted yeah. to do she manipulates you the whole time and finally like sleeps with you to get you off your guard completely and it's like that is done extremely well and you would like consider that as not a very good option and like i'm all for that you just have to do it right you need to be tasteful with how you're doing it and make it like a well thought out reasoning behind stuff like this rather than just like you were an asshole in a game so you get to fuck some tribal woman and get ritually sacrificed you know so I agree. all right yeah i've got nothing to add on that that was all right um, I'm sorry. I feel like this is supposed to be a, a gag thing, and I'm giving some serious ass answers to some of no, <laughs> I mean, that was like a more. I, I would say that's a more serious one to like discuss, right? Mm -hmm. I think that we all agreed that swinging nut sacks in quick time events—that was hilarious. This yeah. was not. The that was great. Fun to joke about. Yeah, that was, that was incredible. Um. Okay, and here we go, my friends who oh, no. probably won't want to talk to me after this um oh, oh boy get ready for the porn music get ready right. for i can't even describe this this is ride to hell retribution and this is not meant for anybody these are horrible sex scenes i don't understand this one is the remastered version so it looks a lot better Dog tags. So sexy, baby. What? Dog tags? Right. right. If she can see your dog tags in reverse cowgirl. Oh. <laughs> all sex in this video game is fully clothed. No matter who you're with, they all have the same music playing in the background, and they are all ridiculously long. This next woman here is in a full jumpsuit because she works at your mechanic shop. Now please tell me how you are having sex in a full coverall jumpsuit, still wearing your clothing. The horrible, horrible facial expressions, the fact that this man has no game whatsoever. It is just, oh God, it's Why are his bad. hands so big? I think it bothers me. They are massive. Look at me. What the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> those are huge. What the so, fuck? Bro? <laughs> Look, Jiggle Mechanics, her boobs move. It's the only thing on her body that does. Her hair doesn't move, but her boobs do. At least he changed positions this time. I thought he was a one-trick pony. No. He's... Mm, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm. 
All right. Yes. I, I, I would also like explanation about what's about to happen here. Why? Why two? You can't end the phase. And the ass smack. <laughs> Wait, is are they still going? They st- no, uh, okay. because now the dead bodies are lying around this massive, huge ass fucking bed. Okay, there are five people on this mattress. So- I know. Look at the height. Like that's a full tall person, and then they could fit another body perpendicular. This is an orgy bed. It's uh-huh. an Anita Blake bed. It is an orgy-sized bed. Okay. That has been called the worst of the worst in video game sex. I will say that in the remastered edition, which, why the fuck does this get a remastered edition, yet we can't get a remaster of Origins? You know, they look okay, but they're all fully clothed. I didn't actually think that was that bad. It was just very, like, it was poorly done. It's not that it was bad by any like social standard. It's just like no. you didn't do a good job of doing these scenes. Like you didn't do the homework correctly. It, I, I just felt like I was watching face. a. Don't show us the face photo. again, damn it! <laughs> now that's an O face. Yeah, no. When put it right, this is like an '80s porno. The point of the game is you are a motorcycle. Like you're in a biker gang and you're rolling around doing biker gang shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, uh, I appreciate and love you guys so much for coming on and doing this with me because this would have been extremely awkward for me to sit here and talk about these crazy ass sex scenes all on my, all on my own. Uh, we've definitely got some insight to some things and it, you know, sex in video games has evolved definitely for sure over the years. It's no longer a one pixel wide penis. Um, and to prove that, I brought one of my favorite, all time favorite sex scenes. Uh, this is the fun version of it. And I would love for you guys to sit back and enjoy. Oh, God. I've never seen this, so I'm so excited. Really? Well, I think I've got something for you, too. Come on, I'll go first. There we go. No inquisition. No war. Nothing outside this room. Just you and me. So, what do you want to talk about? Sorry to disturb your rest, Inquisitor, but our fortified... Oh, sweet maker. Colin, how's it going? Is the Inquisitor awake? I thought perhaps we... Oh. This is actually a... a um... I, I'm so sorry. I cannot move my legs. Is something the matter? Oh! oh, for fuck's sake. Do you see this? No. So, I take it... Actually, she's the one who's been taking it. I apologize for interrupting what I assume was a momentary diversion. Nothing wrong with having a bit of fun. Who wouldn't be a little curious? This was more than just a momentary diversion, and Bull and I intend to continue. Is that a problem? No. Not at all. 
A surprise, I'll admit. But not a problem. We'll leave you be. Yes. Do enjoy yourselves. <sighs> you okay, boss? I believe we may have blinded poor Cullen. There you go. Josephine was like committing that to memory. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, yeah, so um, that was scenes from the Iron Bull romance, who we will be covering at the end of the year. But I know that Toasty, you don't know about any of those characters, but I I, I've, I've heard y'all talk about riding the bull at some point. So, <laughs> yep, that is my bull. Oh, that better be a three funniest. hour episode. You need to make that one like a three hour just montage of iron bull because i know v wants to do like a three-hour soulless one so it's only fair she hasn't told me she wants to do three hours on his ass so all right maybe we'll see i think i, she, I think she means three hours in entirety not just on his ass but you know oh I well understand. i think it could be either way actually it's good to take water breaks yeah or wine one of the two. As long as you get electrolytes in somehow. <laughs> so, oh, okay. That Iron Bowl is one of my favorites. And I wanted to do that as a big palate cleanse, a way for us to just kind of laugh and relax about it after all, because some of those scenes were really weird. I had to scour some really scary places to the internet to find bad video game sex that wasn't not okay to talk about sex uh comments thoughts anybody do you have any final thoughts on shitty sex scenes in video games get romance coordinators like Baldur's gate 3 did oh or like intimacy coordinators right yeah that's what they had because they had yeah. mo-capping so they had to like Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. person, and then like they designed, they hand designed all the scenes of what they wanted to do before they proposed to the mocap actors what they wanted to do. So everybody knew going in what they would be doing. That is really good. And also, like you know, like that last scene in Iron Bull. Like what makes that great is like even you didn't see any thrusting or anything. Everything was like implied, but like what was good about it is like the emotional connection you you have created with that character. And that's, you know, there's sex without emotion, but then, like, I mean, those, that's a big difference between all those other scenes, or most of those other scenes where, it, like, it was just, just kind of... You can sometimes, for a lot of things, like, with, with the one that we just saw between Bull and that Inquisitor, it felt like there was a little bit more of a relationship there. You could sense that um, throughout some of these other scenes. You could tell that there wasn't a whole lot of buildup to get to that sex scene. I mean, even some of those had dialogue in it, and it still didn't feel like those were true relationships. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, as we progress through uh, into like a you know a video game era where sex scenes aren't just again just like 
gratifying the male audience because that's pretty much what all of those were doing except for that weird one with the butt muscles that wasn't gratifying anybody um but that's what it that's what all of that like still comes down to is you know like whether it's quick time events to 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 conquer the women in god of war or you know that dude having a fucking five some six some i don't even fucking know how many people uh in in the bedroom or whatever like that that's all like that's all for a male audience so mm-hmm. all right more female centric romance scenes yeah i'll take it and not just I'll that but like it. but like the whole <laughs> but like like whole person centric right like 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 mm-hmm. what our humanity is and like what makes us touched during a scene you want the emotions activated you want the feelings there you want you want everything um and that's what a good romance option does they don't just touch your body they also touch your heart sometimes they don't have to touch your body at all um yuri cat makes a good point in chat like sex always has emotion attached to it even when it's not romantic well, those other scenes, there's nothing, just no fun, no lust, no playfulness, no nothing, just nothing. Mm. They don't even talk. There's not even conversation. Yeah. It was like statements, you know, not like, not, not like communicating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But go ahead, Toasty. Well, I mean, I was just going to say the point, like there is ways because, yeah, you, you can have those be parts of like romantic like culminations and whatnot or you can have it like there's nothing wrong with having sex just for the sake of having sex that won't lead to anything like romantic but you got to do it right you need to do it in like a tasteful and well thought out manner because everyone has like their reasons for doing it yeah no, sex can definitely be just a fun roll in the hay. Like, it can just go out and have that. But then, you know, some romance options should have that emotional connection with it also. And then some should just have an emotional connection because our ace brothers and sisters also need to be able to see that. So, yeah. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. Because we all like safe sex. Um, and and if you've got anything to shout out or plug, go for it. Win- Winifred, do you have anything going on right now? No, I, I, my life has been consumed by Baldur's Gate right now. All right. Cloudy, you got anything? Same for me. Right after this, I have to go. Romance, a really hot tiefling. So, gotta go. Oh, fun. Toasty. What do you uh, have going on? Um, similar to when my life is being consumed by Baldur's Gate, except that I have responsibilities called the Witcher Lorecast and Cyberpunk Lorecast <laughs> that I will occasionally have to pull myself out of the void to take care of. Um, so if you're interested, you can check those out. Hell yeah. Toasty's brain has been consumed so much by Baldur's Gate, he forgot he has a third podcast called Cyberpunked. Cyberpunk apostrophe D, a live live cyberpunk TTRPG podcast. Uh, That's probably just because it's late. I'm an old man. 
All right. And if you like what you're hearing, please be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes and on that new Spotify feature and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I am also in our Two Girls One Ship channel on the Robots Radio Discord, where you can find all three, all four of us, I guess. Um, Toasty, Win, Cloudy, me, and Vervada. Come give us a follow on all the social medias and on patreon.com slash two girls one ship. Links are in the description. V is also on the Robots Radio Discord and on our own Two Girls One Ship Discord server where we nerd out on all of our favorite CGI significant others. Be sure to check out our live streams on Twitch on Fridays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Our podcast episodes release on a Monday because you need at least one good thing on a Monday. So thanks for listening. And remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller. I couldn't remember it. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? I'm surprised I remember it from being so tired. (laughs) Stay safe in Night City. (laughs) (laughs) Stay safe on the path. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.